It is more important now than ever for families to instill the values they want into their children and equip them to make better choices in life. Timeless Truths will inspire you to do just that. Thank you to my friend Daryl Rolark, the recording artist, composer, and producer of this music called Beautiful Soul. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Timeless Truths. This is episode 27, and it is called Time Management. This is a great time of year to focus on the life skill of time management. We'll be discussing time management, what it really means, planning, and the use of a day planner. But I'd like to start off with a scripture and a quote. And this is out of Ecclesiastes 3.1. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And it sets the stage. Time management is biblical. There's a time and a purpose for everything. And it is up to us to learn how to do it in a way that really makes a difference for our lives. And this is a quote. This is Rick Warren. He's a pastor and teacher. And he says, time is your most precious gift because you only have a set amount of it. And he's correct. And you can't go back and retrieve it. Once it's gone, it's gone. So it's really key that we use our time wisely. And the best way to do that is to plan for it. So time management, it's really, this is a definition actually, a act or process about deciding how to use minutes, hours, days, months, or years, and understanding when something is about to occur and controlling it. So time management, you know, you can plan years in advance. If you have a a day planner, you could set an appointment for five years out and be able to track it but you can also do it by the minutes or hours or days or months. And I'm going to show you some of how to do that. And then being able to control the time that you do have, knowing when something is about to occur and then being in control of doing it. So what are the benefits to managing your time? There are many. If you've never heard anything like this before, this may be new. If you're a pro at it, see if you can gain a few other insights into some of the things that I'm saying. But these are a list of benefits. You can accomplish more than you thought you could. Because if you organize your day and you plan it out, you can make sure you get the important things done first. And then you can get everything done that you possibly can. And then you can still plan your time and move them to different days to be able to accommodate what you need to do. Another benefit is writing down your daily schedule and a list of things. It clarifies what you need to do. So you can look at that list at the start of your day and you know what you need to do and you can prioritize what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. You can set daily, weekly, or monthly schedules that you can review in advance. You help to accomplish your goals because the things that you plan your time for need to tie into the goals that you have in your life. 
it helps you become more organized. I know when I started learning how to do daily planning, I became more organized. It made a difference in my life and I've never turned back. So that goes back, oh, 25 or 30 years ago when I learned how to do it and I haven't stopped since. It's a process to move tasks to the needed time frame. And what I mean by that is you might put something in your list of things to do today and you just don't have the time that you need because it wasn't as important. You move it to another day and then you can work with that. You can also go back and review what you have accomplished. And a way that I used to do that is at my my job and we'd have to do an end of year like personal review, you know, what did you accomplish? And I could go back into my planner and see who did I meet with and when did I do it and how many times did I do that? And it would help me be able to review what I accomplished for the year. It helps you manage your family's time better. So if you have children and they're on different schedules for activities, you put it in your planner and it helps you manage those times better so that you don't commit to something else when you really needed to do that for your your children or for your family. The use of a day planner can lay out what you need to do for the whole year, yet you can view it it just, you know, day by day and be able to do something with it. And I'll explain that a little bit more. It helps you establish better manners related to time management. That's, that's kind of another enhancement to it. So for being respectful of others' times, it helps you show up on time. You respect the time of others. And then you can be really specific when you ask someone to do something at a certain time and honor that. And you can ask others if they have something already scheduled when you want to plan something, but you do it by looking in your planner. And for your time, you can specifically tell others if you want to schedule something and at what time, or let them know when you are not available. You stay on your schedule unless something truly important changes it, and then you reschedule. It helps you to become always on time, or even ahead of time, rather than late, because you have a schedule to follow, and it helps you to really keep track of that. I'd like to give you another scripture. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. That's Proverb. 16.9 out of the New King James Version. And it says, a man's heart plans his way. It is biblical to do this planning. And it's important that you really learn how to do this. If you've been doing it, just keep doing it because it is really important to do. Now, you might say, Oh, I can't do planning. You know, it's, I, I have all these obstacles. I have all these barriers. It's just, you know, it's in the way. But I want you to ask yourself this question. What are some obstacles you have with managing your time better and then help to solve them? So let me give you some ideas. Some things that could be obstacles could be you need time to initially set up a system for yourself and for your family. So there is a time, time factor or a time element that comes at the beginning of something like this. 
Another obstacle might be, you know, what what are the these different things that are going to be getting in my way? And then list them, figure out what they really are, and then learn what you can do to actually overcome them. It's going to make you a lot stronger, but figure out what your obstacles are and then find ways to overcome them. So here's some examples of how you can overcome obstacles to time management. First of all, realize the benefits. There's so many benefits that are there for you. Journal your accomplishments. And I've talked about journaling before, but if you journal your accomplishments, you're going to get to really see the progress that you make. You're going to see when it worked really well for you. So log those in your journal. You can also research what type of day planner you would like to select, and I will go through some of those with you. Don't overplan, because sometimes when you do planning, you start, at least I did, I started putting something in. I had something for every hour. It was going to be in all of these you know, categories, and I was going to get all this accomplished. And then I got behind schedule, and it really kind of just went out the window. So don't overplan. Start simple at first. And then you'll learn what you can put into your daily planning and what you can't. Do the most important things first. So if you are someone who exercises every morning, put it in your planner. Don't let that go by the wayside. List it. Put it in your planner. You go do exercising. If you spend time in the Word of God at the start of the day, put it in your planner log it there. And then you're not going to be tempted to schedule a doctor's appointment that is not all that necessary or going out somewhere in that time slot. So list the things that are really important for you to do. Make it fun when you try to figure out what kind of day planner do you want to use for you and for that of your family. You can sit down at dinner time at or some other time of, of day and talk about ways the family can manage their time better. Now, you might need to start doing this first for you till you understand how it works best for you and your family before you have that conversation with them and teach them how to do it. And then once you are doing this with your family or your husband or however you do it, or even just yourself, set aside, you know, a specific day or a specific time in which you do your general planning for the week. You won't have every detail and things will change, but start off the week with planning. My husband and I used to do that on Sunday evening. We grab out our planners, we sit, we talk about what we had on schedule for the week, make sure Each other's events were in our planners as well, so we knew when uh, the other one was not going to be available. And, And we did that, and we worked through that process every Sunday evening. And then in planners, a lot of them have a category for it, but you can set goals. And if your planner doesn't have that, make a room for it. Put your goals. Put your goals in there, your individual goals and your family goals. And another thing that you can do to overcome some of the obstacles is say the right things. So if you are saying, 
I can't do this. It's too overwhelming. I, I don't know how I'm going to get this accomplished. Those things will be the things that materialize in your life. So it is called affirmations. And you need to say the positive things. You need to say things that are going to help make something good a reality. So these are some examples that you and your family could say. I am a person who manages my time. I choose to manage my time. I am more organized when I manage my time. I know I get things accomplished so much better when I manage my time. And those are just some examples. You can make them up for whatever works best for you, but speak them, speak it into existence, say those things, and then it will actually happen. So let me repeat those again. So these are just some example affirmations. I am a person who manages my time. I choose to manage my time. I am more organized when I manage my time. I know I get things accomplished better when I manage my time. Now, there's different types of day planners that you can use. And I'm going to go through what some of these are. And it makes a difference whether it's for you and you're a business person or not, or if you have children and what ages they are. So it makes a big difference. For children that are younger, just get them a calendar, just a simple calendar. Hang it in their room or somewhere visible so they can see it. If they have sporting events or things that they need to do or they want to list family birthdays, help them to put that on the calendar. Doing at the start of the year is a good thing. But if you start in the middle of the year, that's okay. But just start it and put it somewhere where they can see it and encourage them to go back and mark things off or to add new things to it. They might want to cross out a day when that day is completed so they know exactly where they are on that calendar. But start simple. Just getting them to do something simple with a really basic calendar is a really good thing. A monthly calendar is a book, kind of like a slim book that you could carry in your notebook. And I used to have one of those for work and I'd slip it in a notebook. And it has the entire month on two pages. But all it has is like a calendar, but in a book form. So you open it up and you've got the planner that is the calendar for the month on two pages. So I used to use that when I wanted to just log the meetings I had to attend. So I could put it in a larger size portfolio and take it with me wherever I went. So that way, when I was scheduling different meetings, I knew when my meetings were. So it was really just a specific work application. Now, your children might have planners that are given to them by their schools. And the school will have specific ways that they are teaching them to use that planner. And that is wonderful. It's a way that they can manage their courses and their homework and know when their tests are. And if they have something like that, work with it. Now, the school may want them to only list the things that apply to school in that planner, and the teachers may be looking at it. So you might have to do something different with them for personal things. So it may be having a separate calendar 
that they can have. Or it might be actually getting them a planner and teaching them how to do family planning and personal planning. Then the different types of day planners. The one that I really like is a monthly and daily planner. And it has the calendar at the front of each month. And then behind it, it's daily sections, but it's broken out week by week. So when you open, when you go past that that fully calendar, then you are in the first week, but it's broken into seven sections on those two pages. So it's like a monthly, a weekly, and a daily, really all in one. And that's what I've been using now. You know, the monthly one, put all the birthdays. And, and what I do is at the start of the year, I set up my planner, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that, but I fill those things in in the monthly calendar all in advance. And then there is a Franklin Covey planner. used to be a Franklin planner and a Covey planner, and then they kind of merged, and it's detailed, and it's for professional use, and it has pages that you insert. Everything else that I've talked about before is bound. So it's not going to have pages that come out or go into it, but a Franklin Covey planner does. And it's so that you could add pages for notes at a meeting and keep it all together, or you can move sections around or add different sections to it. And it's in a little bit of a thicker binder, probably a very nice binder. Mine was leather when I used a Franklin Covey planner. And then it allows you to take out and remove and add and and, and different things in there. And it has the different sections for things like goals and specific appointments and other sections that are important. It'll have, you know, maybe an address section to it. But those are really detailed, very good if you are a business person. Very good to take a course on a Franklin Covey planner and really learn how to use it if you don't have something like that. So these are some options for both you and your children. So let's talk about a date planner. And what I'm going to do is kind of focus on the middle of the road one, uh, which is the monthly, weekly, daily one that I talked about. And, And those are not very expensive. A Franklin Covey planner is. But a monthly, weekly, daily one is not. You can get them at just almost anywhere that sells planners. And they're probably run maybe like $20, maybe $25, depending upon the size. Because some are small in size and some are large. So you need to decide what works best for you. So how do you use a day planner? And again, let's let's focus on that, that monthly, weekly, daily one that, that you could buy at the store. So at the beginning of the year, I fill it out. I list anything that I can in the monthly sections. That is things like birthdays, important events that I need to remember. And wherever there's a holiday, I circle it. So whether it's on the monthly page, you know, for that particular, that month, I will just kind of circle it to highlight it for myself. So whether it is something like a federal holiday or Easter Sunday or or something like that, I'll circle it. And then making sure I've got like all the family birthdays and 
maybe any trips that I'm going to take, put, put all of those things in there in advance at the start of the year. Now, if you start later in the year, that's okay. You can catch up and just put it all in there and go back and make sure that you put information in for the months that you have already passed, such as birthdays, so that the following year, all that information will be in place for you. So then when I start the month, I look at that monthly calendar and put everything in the weekly and daily section. So each week opens to two pages, and then the individual sections are for the daily in there. So at the beginning of that month, I transfer everything in there that I can for that particular month. And then when I plan for the beginning of that week, I look at what is ahead of me for that week. And then I keep that open that week. What I like about this is that you have all of the week laid out in front of you on those two pages. So I keep that planner open and I have a visual for everything that I'm going to do for that week. Once I know it's filled out as best I can for that week, showing those individual days, I take a picture of it. And that way I have that with me on my phone. So if I go somewhere and somebody says, can you do this on this particular day? Or I need to set up a quick doctor's appointment. I have a good idea of what's already planned for that week. You can always delete that picture at the end of that week, but I've got a good visual to start with. And then just keep putting the important things in there that you have coming up that week. If there's something important that you want to do that's not tied to a specific day, put it up at the very top so that you know it's something that has to be done one of those days that week. And then you can transfer it to the day that you want to do it, or you can just leave it there until it has been accomplished. But if it's not tied to a specific day, put it up at the top. And sometimes it might help you to think in terms of doing something that week rather than a specific day. And so that's how I handle doing that. Ensure that you do your most important things first. So put a time, if you have that, in for that day. So some of the the planners, like the Franklin Covey planner, are real specific where you can put things in by specific times. And that's why it's really good for business use. But if you're using it for everyday personal use, make sure if you have an appointment, you put a time with it, such as 10 o'clock dentist appointment or whatever it is. But if you do something, say, early in the morning, like take a walk at 8 o'clock, put 8 o'clock and then put walk. Put it in there. Account for it within there because you're looking at time management, looking at your overall day and then trying to figure out how all that fits together. So if there are those things that you do, list them and put them first. So once you have the things that are listed for that particular day, let's just say today is a Monday, and you're looking at all the things that you have to do today, what do you do to know that you've completed them? There are some specific markings you can do. Now, if you go into the Franklin Covey system, it's a lot more detailed, but I'm not going to go into those. I'm going to give you some simple things that you can do. They're taken from the Franklin Covey system, but some simple things that you can do to be able to 
you know when you've completed something or if you have to move to another day. So the first thing is a right arrow. So these would be markings that you do before whatever you've listed. So when you put things in a planner, make sure there is room on the left because that's where you're going to put your markings. So a right arrow means you moved it to another day and then immediately move it to that other day. So once you are doing that and moving it, say you had a dentist appointment and it got canceled. So you're going to put a right arrow, which means you're moving it to another day and then put the change date where it belongs in your planner. Now, if you were to complete something, put a check mark. Put a check mark there. So check means check, it's done. If it's something that's in process, that it's going to take more than one day, put a dot. And that means it's in process. And then write it in whatever day you're going to complete it. It just means you're working on it. If it is something that is canceled, like the dentist appointment that I mentioned, you just cross it out, strike through it, cross it out like that, and that means it's canceled. So there are a lot more complex ones, but this is just simple. So the right arrow, and again, these are all going to be before the listings for each day. Right arrow means you moved it to another day. A check mark means you've got it completed. A dot means it's in process, and if it's been canceled, just cross it out, strike it through. And that's simple. So you can do at a quick glance, did I complete everything for the day? And at the end of the day, you should look at it. Look at it for the day. Did I mark everything? Did I do everything? And if you haven't done everything, don't beat yourself up over it. Just move it to another day. And that's what's kind of a beauty of something like this. It's fluid. You know, you don't have to do everything. You don't have to complete everything that you had hoped you would. Just move it to another day so you don't lose track of it. You don't lose sight of the things that you really want to do. And that's a way that you mark it. So I've got an acrostic that I put together. An acrostic means you take the first letter of a word and and it's got like a subtitle to it. So I've taken the word, words actually, time management, And I have put them into an acrostic, which means I'm going to explain something about time management through the use of those letters. So this is just something I've made up myself, but it's something that I find helpful. So time management, it's spelling out time and management. The T is to-do lists. So that's what you're doing in a planner. You're essentially putting a to-do list together. So, but you're doing it day by day or week by week, and you're you're breaking it out that way. You're putting your to-do list together. I means important things first. And I've mentioned that already. The things that are the most critical to do, make sure you have logged for that day. M is maintain focus. Don't get so overwhelmed that you have so many things in your planner, you can't get them done. Be realistic with yourself. Just focus on them. Maintain your focus. Do one thing at a time. Don't be trying to do a little of this and a little of that because it's on there for the day and running around scattered. Do something, get it done, check it off, make a mark, and keep that planner 
close by. I keep mine on my kitchen counter because I'm in and out and it's kind of the source of where I'm at in my home. And I can look at it all the time. I can see what's there. And I maintain that focus of what needs to be done. E is establish deadlines. If you have something that needs to be done by a specific time, make sure it's in the planner as such. And I'll give you an example from my own life. I am releasing a podcast every Thursday. So I have deadlines of what to myself, they're deadlines to myself of when I need to record that podcast, when I need to have it edited and uploaded in the system. I log that in my day planner. I've established those deadlines for myself. And that way I'm able to get out a podcast a week and do it on Thursdays, just like I plan. So that's time. Time is T for to-do lists, I for important things first, M is for maintain focus, do one thing at a time and don't get too scattered with too many things at once. E, establish deadlines. Now let's look at the word management. M is maintain a day planner. And we've talked about having a day planner. If you want to just start simple, start with a calendar. Start with something. You need to log those things in there. But you'll find that a calendar for an adult does not have enough room each day to write the things that you really need to do. But get a simple day planner at a store, $20 or so, and you'll, you'll get something to really start working with. A is accomplishments. Journal them. Keep a journal. If you get a day planner and you've made it through your first week, lock it in your, your journal. I did it. I got a day planner. I made it for my first week. You know, log those accomplishments that you have. N is need routines. Put them in your planner. And one of the routines is once a week, plan your week. And I used to actually put that in my day planner. So on Sunday, my husband and I would have coordinate air planners and we would have it there. So we knew before we went to bed on Sunday night, we needed to coordinate our planners. So you need those routines. A is always prioritize. So there's kind of in-depth ways that you can do it in the Franklin Covey system, but just for a basic system, if there's something really important, make sure it's in there for the day. If there's something that's really important, I put a little asterisk by it, which calls my attention to it. Now, that's not something official. That's just kind of something that I do is put a little asterisk there. And then I know that's a priority for me. That's got to get done that day. G is goals. Set them and refine them. You can do that in a planner. You can do it separately. But Keeping with your planner is pretty good because then it's always there with you. And uh, setting goals, something we can talk further about in the future. E is engage in prioritizing. Make sure you're really engaged in doing this. That's engaging with yourself and with your planner. Make sure that those critical things are done first. M, make a list of creative ideas. And when you're doing your your planning, there's often times when I'm writing things down, I think, you know what? I could do this, or this is the name for a podcast. It'll give me creative ideas. 
and I log it somewhere. It might be in the following week, and I I put it in my planner for the top of that week. You know, this this is a topic that I want to cover in the podcast or something like that. But once you get creative ideas by looking at your planner and being organized and having that focus, make sure you document what they are. But putting them in your planner is a great place to do that or your journal. E, ensure you have time for fun activities. So what I mean by this is don't get so focused on task-oriented only. I did, and that's why I'm talking about this. I got so focused at one point of making sure I got everything done and accomplished as much as I could that I didn't do things like set time for, I don't know, walking my dogs or something. You know, it, it just I, I just was so focused on tasks. It had to be task-oriented or I wasn't happy. And then I lost sight of some of the fun things, uh, doing some things with the family as an example. So make sure that you set aside some of those fun activities. So if you'd like to take a, a walk or walk your dog in the afternoon, put it in your planner. Make sure it's there so that those things that are fun in your life, you really get done. N is need a dedicated space to work. So if you are doing computer activities or writing activities or what it is, make sure you have a dedicated space to work. If you don't have a specific office, find a place to put a desk. Put a desk somewhere specific. That is your place to work, your place to write, your place to do things on computer. And it could be, you know, a a desk that's in a bedroom or a hallway or in your kitchen. But somewhere you need a dedicated place where you can think and you can focus. So really do something like that. And that might be where you do your planning. T, take away distractions and stay focused. It is so important to take distractions out of your life So if you're, say, going to be working on a project and you have maybe kittens, actually, I have kittens, and you know what? I have them somewhere else so that they do not distract me while I am talking here. Take those distractions away so that you can stay focused, whether it's doing your planning or working on a project, but that's part of time management. All of these things are. So let me go back and go through these again. So this is the acrostic. The word time, T is to-do list. I is important things first. M is maintain focus. E is establish deadlines. And for management, M is maintain a day planner. A is accomplishments, journal them. N, need routines and put them in your planner. A, always prioritize. G, goals, set them and refine them. E, engage in prioritizing. M, make a list of creative ideas. E, ensure you have time for fun activities and put them in your planner. N, need a dedicated space to work. T, take away distractions and stay focused. So I want to just close with a couple of scriptures. 
that are related to time management. The first one, and these are all out of the New King James Version. This is Ecclesiastes 3.11. He has made everything beautiful in its time. The next one is Psalm 31.14-15. But as for me, I trust you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. And the last one is Psalm 90, verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Numbering our days is to really make sure that all the days are everything that God has given you to do. Time management is godly. God did it. On creation, it was seven days. He did specific things on specific days. It's godly to do time management. It's biblical with all the scriptures that I have given you. And it's practical and it's helpful and it's going to get you organized and keep you organized. This is something that is important for all of us to do. And it's fun. It's actually fun. I look forward to taking my my monthly list that's on the calendar section and putting it into each day and planning it out and thinking what I'm doing. And make sure you keep God in all of this because he gave us time. And I'm going to go back to um, the, the quote that was from Rick Warren that I said at the beginning. He said, time is your most precious gift because you only have a set amount of it. We do. We only have a set amount of time. So planning it out and being organized for every day is really a good thing to do. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll feel better about what you're doing. And you know it's a godly thing to do. So if you need to go back and listen to some of this again, just go back and review it. And look in the show notes for some ideas. And you know what? This is just an important thing to do. When I learned to do it 25 or 30 years ago, I was sold. I was in. And I've done it every day of my life since. I just, I hope it works as well for you. And if you are doing time management and planning already, continue on and teach others. Teach others to do it. I taught my grandchildren, teach them, show them, help them, get them planners or a calendar if they're young. Just show it to others. Take the skills that you have learned. These are life skills. And that's one of the things I talk about in my podcast. Take this life skill and teach it to others. Wishing you a good day and a good week and good planning this week. I hope your time management works well and looking forward to talking to you next time. So until next week, bye-bye for now. This is Dr. Christine Van Horn and Timeless Truths. Thank you for tuning in to the Timeless Truths podcast with me, Dr. Christine Van Horn. I hope that you have been inspired and have found this discussion helpful in guiding your family. Please check out my website at drchris.co for additional resources 
or contact me at chris at drchris.co. See you next week.